So like I just felt like it really changed my personality and all I wanted to do was cry. I just didn't feel like myself. So I didn't want my friends to be like, oh my God. Like, well, obviously it was like a really big life event and they wouldn't have thought that. But in my head, that's what I was thinking. Oh, like, I'm not the same. Like... Hello and welcome to The Glow Up, presented by Stellar Magazine. I'm Vicky Nataro and as always, I'm here to speak to one of our favourite people about one of our favourite things, beauty. So before we start, I just want to say a big thank you to our lovely new sponsors, Ellie Saab Le Parfum. They'll be with us for the next few episodes and they're celebrating 10 years of the iconic fragrance inspired by the designer's childhood memories. The original fragrance evokes the scent of flowers in his family's Mediterranean garden, lucky, transcribing the duality of its universe. I love perfume talk. (laughs) The light of the East and the modernity of the West. It's sophisticated, luminous and floral. It smells like orange blossoms and jasmine with honeyed rose and patchouli. Gorgeous. And the range has continued to blossom over the past decade with new fragrances to embody the Lebanese designer's vision of femininity. His dresses are very feminine if you're familiar with them. Le Parfum in White, Le Parfum Royale and Le Parfum Essentiel. That's French. (laughs) To mark 10 years of Le Parfum, Ellie Saab will donate a contribution out of the sales from the 10th anniversary campaign to UNICEF's programme Integrated Education and Wellbeing for Vulnerable Girls in Lebanon providing a multi-sectoral learning and well-being package to ensure vulnerable girls have access to education and other basic services. So we love to see it. Now, on to this week's guest. She is a fellow Tala girlo. <laughs> She's been creating content for years now, but it was a personal emotional event that really skyrocketed her profile last year when she called off her wedding. But those new followers have stuck around for her gorgeous hair tutorials, great relationship advice and stunning fashion. It's the beautiful Dominique Nugent. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm really well. How are you? Good. Did you like that intro? People like their intros generally. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> good, good. Um, so, as I said, your profile's kind of skyrocketed. Have you got like thousands of new followers over the last while? Yeah, yeah, definitely over the last 10 or 11 months it was. Well, initially at the start there was a lot, but I kind of yeah. wasn't really paying attention to it at the time. <laughs> at the time yeah I mean it's annoying you you spend years creating content but then it's something completely out of your control that makes your your platform kind of shoot for the stars but like we're Irish people are really nosy I think that's just the way we're, we're built right I know it's literally it's always the way it's an event or something it's kind of like somebody has a baby or announces some type yeah. of news and it's something like that just unfortunately mine was not a great one <laughs> No, but you've bounced back like, Jesus, it's been the bounce back of all bounce backs. (laughs) I mean, when you were on our cover there not so long ago, like you just seemed so, when I was reading your interview, I was crying because I was like, you just seemed so happy. And like the trauma that you were through with with calling off your wedding last September, was it? And all the work that you kind of did on yourself afterwards, all the kind of healing that you, you went through, it just seems to have really worked for you and it's amazing. Yeah, it definitely did. I feel like it took a long time, but... Um, I suppose it's made me the way I am today now and I have to just kind of appreciate the things that I went through because um, they have changed me for the better I think and given me a better more positive outlook on life because of the things I've went through. Absolutely like they, they say it'll make you or break you and I feel like it made you. Yeah well it broke me at the time. <laughs> 
at the time. Yeah, yeah at the time. But yeah. I mean, you were, we were obviously in lockdown at yeah. the time. So you were kind of by yourself. Well, you were with your family, but like yeah. you weren't able to go out and do all the things that people do when they're going through a breakup, get yeah. locked, shift and random reasons in nightclubs. Like, I know. So I missed I mean, all of that. Do you, yeah. <laughs> Are you sad you missed <laughs> At the time, probably. <laughs> Not now. Yeah. Well, good. But like, you, I remember when I was following you at the time, it was very, everything was very raw, but you were doing lots of like work on yourself, like healing and Reiki. Are you still doing that, those sort of things? I haven't went back to doing anything like that. I definitely will. Um, I don't think Hazel, the girl that does my Reiki, I'm not sure whether she's back up and running or anything yet, but I definitely would go back and kind of continue with them type of things. Everything that I kind of picked up yeah. during those few months are all still things that I do now. Like even with like, you know, just meditations and stuff. I never would have done anything like that before, but they all kind of helped yeah. at the time. So I'm like, I better just keep them up um, now because they were good things that I done, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And it was you who actually inspired me to go and do that, um, the the pod where you float. Yeah, flotation what did you think of Isolation it? tank. Um, I, I had a really like, it wasn't a weird experience. It was amazing, but like it was very full on. Like I really felt every minute I was in there, if that yeah. makes sense. Did, that I was really your first time, was it? With, that was my first time, yeah. yeah. And I very much felt in touch with my body. Like I yeah. was like, ooh, this is weird. I felt like a dolphin or yeah. something. I don't know how to describe it. But it was, I didn't like the dark now because like the way the, the pod uh, works start. for anybody yeah. who hasn't done it is, yeah, you can fully close it and it's pitch black and kind of scary. But some people really like that. And some people just fall asleep. Um, whereas I liked the kind of mood lighting. I just had it open a little bit mm. um, to let some air in so it wasn't too hot. And I had the mood lighting on. And yeah, I just, like you're, you're literally alone with yourself in the, nip in like <laughs> yeah. salty water just floating there so yeah. like I mean you, you really have to like you know address yourself I yeah guess, in that in it's that a lot space. of pink and time <laughs> yeah yeah uh, the first time I done it I thought I found it like quite weird it was only like the second and third time that I really enjoyed it so I'd say if you went back right. again you'd enjoy it more the second time because you don't know what to expect the first time and you are just floating there like yeah, I felt like true. it was really long the first time like the hour felt like more than an hour. It feels um, like so long, doesn't it? Yeah. So long because you're literally just floating there with no distractions, no phone, <laughs> no nothing. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> but the second time I really switched off and was able to relax and it actually flew in, which I wasn't expecting. I've done them okay. in two different places. So the second time I went back, I went to the one that you went to. Um, but they were right. the exact same thing, it, the same pod the and everything. In, in still Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so nice that one. And they but, have, did you do, it's so nice. Did you go to the salt cave upstairs? Yeah, as well? we've done that before as well. That's really nice. So like I have really bad, as regular listeners will know, really bad allergies and sinus problems. And excuse me if I'm sniffling today because I'm in the height division of what is with the pollen today. Haven't even been outside yet. Yeah. Um, but an hour in that salt cave did me the world of good because you're just sitting there literally breathe, breathing in purified mm. medical grade salt. Yeah. And like it doesn't feel like you're doing anything. You're just sitting in a room relaxing and like chatting to your mate. Yeah. But I, I, I really loved it. Yeah, and I only noticed as well, because you don't feel like there's anything been blown in or anything and you can't see anything. But I went to take a picture, mm. like a selfie, and it was yes. so blurred. And I was like, why is my phone like You're that? But salty. it was from the salt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Yeah, <laughs> no, it is amazing. So, I mean, I would I would highly recommend the whole experience. It was a really nice, I think I went like a Monday morning. It was a really nice mm. way to spend a Monday morning. And that's, um, I actually can't remember the name, but Patrick will put the, the name of it in the Drift uh, episode therapy. notes. It's a place. That's it, Drift Therapy. There you go. Yeah. Um, give them a shout. Lovely new business. Um, 
another thing I'm really interested in trying Reiki so like what did you feel like you got from Reiki is it like is it one of those treatments where they don't even put their hands on you yeah it's so weird so before doing it I had no idea it was actually Kira, the girl that does my facials who has become a really good friend over the last few years um she recommended it to me I think she went when her nanny passed away um and she was like to me I went in and was getting a facial from her and she was like even if you just get a good night's sleep after because obviously I wasn't sleeping at the time I was finding everything really difficult um so she was like even if you just got a good night's sleep out of it wouldn't it be worth it and I was thinking is it kind of like um a medium what I'd be kind of afraid is there spirits in the room I actually had no idea um like what it was so I went in anyway and it was I'd say about oh god was it about a month or so after I broke up I'd say I went in and Hazel does it um out she has a unit out the back of her house that she does it in and it's totally like zen when you walk in you know smells gorgeous and everything you lie up on the table and yeah she doesn't put her hands on you she kind of explains everything at the start of it but basically she goes around the different chakras in your body and she hovers her hands over them and she can kind of get the energy out of it I'm probably saying this wrong now um but yeah, no, she that's what I've heard that it yeah. is. Yeah. But it was actually the maddest thing because I didn't think she was like, now you'll feel energy kind of go down your arms and you might need to shake your hands. But I was too embarrassed to do that the first time I told her after. <laughs> but like I could feel something building in my hands. But I was like, oh, my God, you're crazy in my head. <laughs> so right. I wasn't doing no, it. But my, but my yeah. hands kind of felt like bricks on the table. But I kind of said it to her the next time and she was like, yeah, like I told you that you're supposed to shake your hands out, but I just felt like a bit of an aegis. So I was just kind of lying yeah, there. Yeah, no, uh, I totally get that. Because <laughs> she was saying a lot of people have different reactions to it and would maybe get off the bed and be crying and stuff like that. And I was like, I am not like yeah. one of them type people. So I was just like lying there in silence. But um, the heat from her hands, like her hands aren't actually on you and you can just feel the heat. It was the maddest feeling. Yeah. yeah, and obviously she didn't know anything about my circumstances or anything that had happened to me at the time. And um, after it, she kind of spoke about it. Like she didn't follow me online or anything like that. Um, and she was like, you're going through a really hard time. Like it's a heartbreak I could feel. She was like the different chakras and blah, blah. And then I kind of told her and she... She was so nice then and she kind of told me about an experience she had and, you know, it was just a really nice experience. But when I walked in um, and when I walked out, I felt like lighter. It's the only way I can describe lighter, it because I don't yeah. know what actually yeah. kind of went on or what happened. Um, she oh, said, I had a similar experience yeah. with um, a thing called craniosacral therapy, which is extremely similar to Reiki. It's the same kind of channeling energy and stuff. I actually don't know what the differences are and I must look them up. But this would have been about, Jesus, 16 years ago. And I'd just gone through my first big breakup, yeah. um, my first love. And it was actually um, a friend of mine. It was her mom who's since left us. And she was amazing. She was an amazing person anyway. She was just really calming to be around. But I was the same, like, I don't, I didn't really believe in any of that stuff. And Patrick, producer Patrick, who's listening in, will tell you that I still am very, like, you know, I don't believe in the secret or any of that stuff, really. But I'll never forget, like, the craniosacral therapy. It was really similar. She didn't put her hands on me. I felt heat. I felt, like, every feeling you could possibly feel. I was a bit teary. Like, some people weep when they're yeah. getting it done, like, but, like, it really. And what she was trying to do, she said that I was holding a lot of tension in my lower back. 
I don't know if you had any like anything like that, but like my lower back was killing me. And yeah. then literally for 10 years after that, I never had a pain in my lower back. It's come back now no because way. I'm old. But <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, and I used to suffer if I walked, like I was young and thin and fit at the yeah. time. But if I walked for more than half an hour, I'd have a really sore like lower back area. Yeah. And then after she did that, it went until I was over 30 anyway. That's like, mad. mad. But I think we talk, this is obviously a beauty podcast and we talk so much about like the cosmetic things that we can get done, like facials and, but like the benefits of these alternative therapies, whether it's, you know, a salt cave or relaxation techniques or alternative Reiki, whatever, like they do kind of have an impact on you. Maybe it's not so visible, but like if they release tension in your body, then that Definitely. can only make you happier and, and thus prettier, right? Like that's <laughs> the way I think of it. But like I've yeah. been thinking watching you over the last few months, you look so free or something and, and light. And that's yeah. like, you can't buy that, you know? Yeah, a lot of people have said that to me. And it's funny, like, you know, when people message you and say that and people are like, I'm so happy for you now. You look so happy. And I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know whether, Do I? <laughs> like, I feel happy, obviously, but, you know, it's, it's mad when kind of strangers can kind of see it through a phone, really, um, and kind of get that from you. But I think you're yeah. definitely right about those different type of therapies, even if it's just like a psychological thing, like in your head, whether yeah. because you've went, you're expecting to see a benefit of it and then you kind of do. Like, I definitely had a good night's sleep after it. She said I might go home and have a cry that night, but I just went back into work and I didn't have, well, like, I was crying every night anyway at the time, but it wasn't, like, yeah. a release <laughs> from that, so it wasn't really a change. Yeah. It's interesting now that you can look back on that time and be, like, you know, it was awful and I was crying all the time, but you can kind of half laugh about it now. Yeah. To a point where you're, like, you know, it's, I've kind of, I'm sure you're not 100% over because these things take time, but, like, at yeah. least you can see the kind of, the the benefits of it, I guess. Yeah, I think definitely that's, like, my type of humour anyway that I would kind of, kind of joke about myself or, do you know, that type right. of thing, just to kind of lighten the situation because I hate, like, hate when people feel awkward around the situation. Yeah. That's why I think I avoided so many people at the start obviously we were in lockdown anyway but I feel like I just ignored all of my friends like they will all like I feel like it was hard for them at the time as well because I just wasn't speaking to I just wasn't really speaking to them um like even like text or phone calls but it was just yeah it was just such a weird time and I didn't want to kind of show how broken I was at the time because I would normally like make light of situations and laugh about them but I just like I was like, do you know, in a Sex in the City, when she's like, will I ever laugh again? I just, I really did feel yeah. like that, like I was never going to laugh again. And I felt like it changed my whole personality because I do just like, I want to go out with just my friends and just be laughing all the time, like, you know, and cracking jokes or having fun or whatever. So like, I just felt like it really changed my personality and all I wanted to do was cry. I just didn't feel like myself. So I didn't yeah. want my friends to be like, oh my God, like... Well, obviously, it was like a really big life event and they wouldn't have thought that. It but was. in my head, that's what I was thinking. Oh, like, I'm not the same. Like, um, And I know when you were being interviewed for Stellar, you were saying, you know, I decided to share because I wanted to get my side of the story out there. And, mm. I, you know, it was a part of the healing process. But was there ever a bit of you after you kind of shared that you'd called off the wedding that were, you were like, why am I telling all these people this? Like, they don't need to know the ins and outs of my life. Or did you see it straight away as, as a positive? Um, Straight away, I think it was a positive. At the time when it initially happened, like I obviously deactivated my account and I was like, oh my God, why did I talk?
talk about wedding so much. <laughs> like, I know, I know. Oh, and you obviously, can't I help it. Yeah, yeah. And I never like obviously showed him online or anything. So it was just, you know, what I was talking about and hen parties yeah. and all that type of thing. But I was just like, oh, my God, it's actually so embarrassing now that I'm like a few weeks away from, well, it was postponed, obviously, but a few weeks away from what was supposed to be the wedding date. And I was like, oh, God, like, I just wanted the ground to swallow me up and run away. And obviously, at the time, I had one of my friends um, who's like not really into social media. Um, she's never really on it like I was kind of speaking to her and she was like let's just go away like let's go somewhere like I wanted to like if if there was no lockdown I full-on think like I would have moved country <laughs> like no joke I'd say like 100% I'd say I would have just gone like that's all I was saying was I need to get out here I need to get away do you know you just feel like everybody knows and everyone was talking about it. and I yeah. remember like even just and they were like you weren't being paranoid they were talking yeah about it, but know? at the like, very beginning when hard. nobody kind of well when nobody uh, well, knew well I mean right. some people did know and then you know when it just gets around your immediate area and you hear oh, so-and-so said yeah. this in the shop or whatever and I was like how did they know yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean I've only told so-and-so like how do they know but like bad yeah. news really travels fast um and Absolutely. I I learned that like quickly so then it was more so okay like this is what's after happening I can't I knew that I would if I went back online that I would have to say something because don't yeah. you just like you hate when like obviously you know anything like that is hard situation for anyone but like there's always I think there's more of an element of people want to know and like really want to ask you so many questions if you don't address it Definitely. whereas if you just address it yeah. And say, okay, this is what's after happening to me. Um, I'll answer these questions. And if some things are too personal, I'm not going to say that. But rather yeah. than just going back online and like kind of floating around like pretend like nothing's yeah. going on in my life and I'm just so happy that my wedding has been called off and blah blah blah. <laughs> like, you know, like I couldn't have put on that facade kind of. Um yeah. so I thought if I just get out there and say it, that'll be it, and I won't have to talk about it again, but obviously, like, I did talk about it a lot. I'm still talking about it <laughs> now. Well, I but... mean, but you helped, you, you helped so many people by doing that. And I think that, like, if you hadn't, like you said, if you hadn't talked about it, it would have been really inauthentic. And, yeah. you know, there's nothing worse than somebody who, you know, makes a living off Instagram, who, or so, half a living like you do, because you also yeah. work, but who then isn't authentic, because it just makes it really difficult to believe a word that comes out of your mouth. So, like, I think the thing that people prize most of all with content creators and influencers is that you're authentic and I think you absolutely did the right thing and I I felt your pain I'm sure mm. so many people out there will say the same like I totally felt your pain with you and um I mean and then when you were getting better I was like you know feeling better for you so and because we were in lockdown everything was under a microscope and everyone mm. like we had nothing to do but look at our fucking phones you know and know. read brilliant magazines yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everything was just magnified by a thousand and my heart went out to you and I'm sure thousands of people around the country's hearts went out you always get the bad people who like you know rejoice in other people's misery but yeah. most people were just like this poor girl but like like I said I've been so thrilled to see you so happy and like literally glowing so it's we're going to talk about your beauty routine because I need to know but was there any kind of like self-care beauty products that you turn to after the you know the initial shock and stuff just to kind of you know everyone has their nice ritual whether it's skincare or having a bath or like was there anything that you turned to that really helped you 
um, like basically at the start, obviously I wasn't up online or doing anything. So I wasn't like, I literally didn't care what I looked like because I was just crying, yeah. <laughs> crying off makeup all the time. So I probably, yeah. um, like it was just kind of, you know, like lavender type products. That was literally all I was kind yeah. of using because this the smells of them kind of relaxed me because I felt like I was Comfort just so you. highly strung yeah. at the time. Yeah, like I wasn't really using anything. Like I wasn't caring about my skin. I wasn't eating, so my skin was bad. Like I got um, a skin infection in my face. Like literally, I'd say oh it was about God. two weeks later. Like I was so run down. Like I didn't eat anything right. at the start. I just couldn't. I had no appetite and like anybody that knows me knows that like I eat so much food like that's like I don't know how <laughs> people can't be hungry Do you know at lunchtime I'm starving yeah. for my lunch <laughs> like I'm right. quite a bad eater with like takeaways and stuff like I try not to be but like my appetite like I've never felt that before that I just didn't feel hungry I didn't want to eat like the thoughts yeah. of food was making me feel ill and do you know when people kind of talk about heartbreaks and they talk about that and like I had broken up with people before really and thought them. I felt heartbroken um but like yeah. I never had that feeling before like the loss of appetite and everything was just gone out the window but yeah my skin was just like quite bad at the time but I just didn't care I was just like well this is my life now yeah. everything's just gonna go yeah to shit. yeah I don't I <laughs> yeah. don't wash I don't brush my hair fuck it no <laughs> I've been there I, I still don't know I just sat in the bath every <laughs> single night and like cried <laughs> <laughs> but it was oh, definitely God. those type of self-care products you know like lavender ones like um, essential from, oils yeah yeah all them I got like a diffuser and my room actually smelled like um a spa like all the time I had Love my it. little sister actually bought me one of those um aroma diffusers and I used to put the oils in it and yeah basically at the time that's what I used I'm obviously a lot more into it now but my skincare and kind of makeup so stuff me, because I'm yeah, back. Tell me about your skincare. So I know that like after a while you you kind of got a new routine. So what do you use now? Yeah, I never actually used that many products for skincare. I was never great with it. But obviously the last few years and getting older, I obviously make a bit more of an emphasis on it now because you only get one skin. <laughs> um, so like that's I it. need a routine that's like super quick and easy or I just won't do it. Um, so I'm using like all the number seven um perfect and protect and perfect range at the minute because it's literally just so quick it's literally just a serum um an eye cream and then a day cream or a night cream every morning and night um and it literally just takes two minutes but I find them really good and they're quite hydrating on the skin um I don't people love them like yeah yeah people queue out the door for them like it's brilliant yeah, and I tend to, like, not wear kind of foundation unless I'm going on a night out. So, like, I kind of want my skin to look kind of hydrated. Other than that, I think that, like, when I wear a heavy foundation now, being a little bit older, like, um, that really, like, makes me look older when I wear a heavy foundation. So I kind of always go for, like, BB creams or, you know, just, like, tinted right. moisturizers now because I feel like the lighter ones make me look a little bit fresher. So what what ones do you like? Have have you tried any of the sculpted by Amy ones? Because that's my yeah. kind of religion now. Is those her foundations? Ones, her ones <laughs> are so them. nice. I literally go through them. You know, obviously yourself. Um, like you kind of go through different ones when you're trying them all the time. I've loved yeah. that one the last while, and then I also tried a Trini London one. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah. It's um yeah the BFF serum. It's a de stress one. But it's just really light and has a bit of coverage in it. I'm actually really pale normally, like my face. So I just need like a little bit of a glow. Um, that's really nice and just like blends in so easy and looks like skin. The same kind of with Amy's there, do you know, the same type of... Um, yeah, it's amazing. 
yeah so beautiful and like I know what you say about like heavy heavy foundations now making you look older like they kind of can sit in any lines, in any lines you don't have any lines though I but do. yeah they, they do like but like I'm the same I I love a matte makeup and I actually love a full coverage makeup but since lockdown I've got really into Sculpted by Amy now I have to say it is still quite full coverage the um second skin but it looks like skin mm. and I just love it tint and glow is lovely but it's a bit too glowy for me I'm, I'm a bit too oily for the it. base is nice um, I'd use the base the beauty base is gorgeous yeah yeah, yeah it's fab um, and the new You're blush is gorgeous. That barely needs makeup. <laughs> oh, so I love the new blush that they brought out with um, Tara's collection. With Tara. I actually have that yeah, on today. Lovely. Yeah, it's actually, do you know, just one of them one that kind of melts in. Blush is my favourite product. Mm. Um, like if I had Same. to have one makeup product, it would be like a blush because I'm so pale. Like I need just a little bit of colour in the face. So like that's always my main product. Okay, oh, I need the full works and then blush. But yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> I'll it's give like, you a list. like this, this depth and like this. It's just a pinky or peachy glow on your cheeks is yeah. naturally going to make your eyes look brighter and yeah. it's going to make them more of a focal point. Like, I just don't understand people who don't wear a blusher. I'm like, are you no, kidding me? No, I don't at all. Get I'm like, oh blusher. my God, it's the main thing. Like if someone says like their yeah. main product would be a mascara, I'm like, oh my God, no. I could have, I could really? live with all guys. Oh, I just want them all. Like, yeah. <laughs> could you? Okay. Well, well no, like I have my lash really extensions re- on at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't really, but if and I had how, to do, how do you find them? Because I guess you don't wear a lot of eye makeup, right? Because yeah, when I like got if you... lash extensions, they it, like I couldn't wear my signature flicks with them because I'd be scrubbing up my eyes then to get it off and then they just all fall out. Yeah, your flicks are so good. I'm looking at the photo of you on my Zoom screen here. Oh. <laughs> me and my dog and my eyeliner <laughs> yeah I'm so bad at that like I can't I don't one in my life that's it like one eyeliner flick <laughs> myself but really? I, I can't do them for the life of me so like yeah my makeup is basically yeah, my day my daytime makeup is my nighttime makeup but I might just try and throw on like one shade of an eyeshadow just to blend all yeah. up my, I'm like <laughs> I'm not like very good like I would never call myself a beauty blogger <laughs> because I cannot I cannot do makeup but um but your hair your hair is your thing and like I can't do hair I can barely do a plait so like when I'm watching you do your hair I'm like Jesus jealous like because that I'm really not very dexterous like with my hands and I've no hand-eye coordination (laughs) so like are you are you I know is your sister a hairdresser yeah my older sister is yeah Right. So did she teach you some tricks or is it just a natural God-given talent that you have? <laughs> no, she actually didn't. All the hairstyles I do, like Sarah can't do them. <laughs> really? So like she, she'd text me and be like, would you put a plait in Madison's hair today? And I'm like, I'll show you how to do yeah. it. But um, yeah, she doesn't like really, she's not really into hairstyles. So I'd be the one kind of doing all them types of things. Yeah, I kind of just like taught right. myself ever since I was young. My hair was always really long and thick as a child. And I think that's why I kind of learned to do hairstyles because my mom literally had my sa- my hair the same way every single day. Like just a ponytail was like my hairstyle for about 15 years. Right. So like I think when I got to about 15, I was like, okay, like I need to learn to do some different things with my hair. It was actually, I think my friend's mom, my friend Ingrid, her mom used to always do her hair in different like French plaits and stuff. And then we'd be doing each other's hair. So I kind of just let, learned from doing that. But yeah, they're very handy to be able to just throw your hair in really quick. And I kind of forget for people that they 
might be difficult to do because they're literally just like second nature to me. Like I wouldn't need to look in a mirror or anything now. I just kind of do it's it. It's so hard. It's probably I, like you. I, I for You could probably do your makeup without looking in a mirror. Whereas, yeah, yeah. I probably could. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Um, and I want to know, do you have like a signature scent? Are you one of those people? Yeah, I love all the Jo Malone perfumes, but particularly I love Mira and Tonka. Okay, that's an interesting one because that's quite unusual. Mm. Yeah, I actually love all of Jo Malone's perfumes and Atelier Cologne as well. I'm actually not sure the scent that I have from um, from that one, but there's a, I feel like they're quite um, masculine, some of them. Well, I know a lot of the Jo Malone some ones are, are fruity, yeah. but like I tend to wear more of a like masculine scent. I just prefer them. Interesting. Mm. Okay, I like that. Um, and if you were kind of going on to, uh, I know like you like a tan, you like, mm. as you were saying, you're pale, so you do like a tan. So would that be like your kind of desert island um, take if you, if you had to choose one product? Um, desert island take? No, because going on holidays, I don't tend to wear tan. Um, right. I'd Smart, you get a tan. I come back paler. <laughs> Desert Island, I'd probably still end up bringing blush <laughs> if I had to bring one. <laughs> I love that. Uh, my not, face, not my SPF. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I should say that. <laughs> oh yeah, lots and lots of no. sun cream. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess so many freckles though. So like, all my freckles just join up. I That's need a little. Are, yeah. I need a little bit of a glow. So the pink blush would do. Yeah. And as I said at the start, you're a fellow Tala girl. Yeah. But Tala is so big that we never we never knew each other before yeah. kind of seeing each other at events and stuff. Do you find that your kind of local community really rally around you? Like, are they quite protective of you? Um, yeah, like I actually feel that way about just anyone kind of online. It's probably because... You're following. Yeah, I feel like it's probably because of, do you know, everything that happened. Um yeah. But yeah, I feel like everybody is kind of really good to me, to know about things That's nice. or whatever. So you don't get much, you don't get much trolling or any of that bullshit. I know everybody has shit about them online, but like in general, your followers are quite sweet from what I can see. Yeah, in general there is. There'd obviously be the odd one. And like if it's, it's always just, you know, fake accounts. Like, so yeah. I'm like, oh God, like if you're going to send a comment, like at least send it from your own page. Do you know what I mean? If you yeah, have to make up one to send a comment, I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous. Obviously, yeah, I know there's a lot of stuff online, but I kind of wouldn't read anything like that because no, it's not going to no it's not going to make you feel good. It. I did. I have read it before. <laughs> like, you oh, know, um, yeah. like ages ago, but I just like learned my lesson after that and I wouldn't kind of read them things now. It just, it just would it's upset so you like no matter what. And I think it's yeah. more that it is frustration um, because if it's... Because they're wrong thing, most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> and, you're and like, it's ah! like whatever <laughs> about somebody saying they don't like you or you've put up this and they don't like that, that's fine. But if it's like just yeah. lies, that's, I think lies. that's what yeah. like aggravates me. And I think initially when I came online to like speak about what had happened, that was because I had heard about something that was said online about me at the time. And they right. were saying I was doing it for attention. I didn't call off my wedding. I had just, <laughs> I had just bought a house and I was actually on holidays. And I was like, is that wow. so, and they were saying they knew that because they were, um, a cousin of a friend or, do you know, something like that. And I was like, what absolute rubbish. Um, so like, I was like, what a lie. Like, but then some people like read that and then believe it. So that's why like that can okay. kind of annoy you to, into saying something and you don't want to kind of feel anything yeah. like that. So I just wouldn't look at anything now, but most, for the most part, I think it's positive. 
yeah, most but you seem to get you don't seem to get some of the hate that other people do, which isn't which is nice for you, but it's terrible that it ever happens. Like as somebody who's kind of working in the industry, I spend my life answering people's questions, being like, did so, did that really happen to so and so? Does so and so really go through? And I'm like, lads, don't believe any fucking shit you read on the internet. It's ninety nine percent bollocks. Yeah, they're like you know, and people love to believe it because it is like a soap opera, but it's also not a soap opera because it's yeah. your life. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess it's good for you because you have the you have your other job as well which is your family business so mm. like that's at least uh, you know that's reality that's yeah. somewhere that you go and you do your job and then and you it's also nothing to do it yeah like balance yeah yeah because that was like my escape I think at the start I didn't want to go back into work <laughs> like I just yeah um I don't think I even said I don't think I even said to my dad I wasn't going back in I just like didn't actually turn up <laughs> For well, I'm, sure sure I'm sure he understood. Yeah, after about two or three days, he was like, "Okay, time to come back in now." And I was like, "Is he messing? He thinks I'm going to get over this in two or three days?" You know, man. <laughs> oh, dad. Yeah. yeah. But then I remember going in. Um, it actually was only about a week after, and he was like, "Just come in to like take your mind off it. It's not that like yeah. I'm trying to rush you back into work or whatever." But I remember just going in and I just sat in the car park and I couldn't get out of the car. I just sat in the car park and I was roasting in the car park because mm. I was just roaring, crying. And I was texting my sisters mm. and I was like, I can't go in. Because as well, it was just about, you know, everybody known. And yeah, um, I was like, customers, I would have said it to or whatever. Um, I was like, they're, they're going to they're gonna stuff, ask yeah. me. And then I remember when I did go in, the first person that said it to me was like... Um, he was a man that we would kind of do work with, like, in property development and stuff. And he was like to me, Jesus, you're after losing so much weight. That's for the wedding, is it? And I was like, oh, my oh God. God. And oh, you don't say that anyway. Oh, like, my God. I actually nearly anyway. died. But at the time, like, um, like all my clothes had obviously gone too big. And they were kind oh. of just, like, falling down. But, like, I just, like, didn't care either because I wasn't going shopping. Yeah. Um but I just, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to say it now. And it wasn't like the case of, I remember like my sister's just been like, just say nothing. Like, and I was like, I can't, like, I can't lie. I'm actually one of them people that is not able to lie. Um, you just wear your emotions. Yeah. Your and I was like, this yeah. is going to be so awkward for him. And I was like, oh no, it's actually called off. And he was like, oh yeah, I know, postponed. But um, it's like then that was like the other thing because people thought then I was saying it was postponed. And I was like, no, we broke up and he nearly died. <gasps> Man. I know and my dad was just looking like he was there as well because it was in his office at the time and he was like oh my god I was like oh it's grand and then I like went out as if I was serving a customer and it was grand it was the first person I said it to and didn't like cry because I knew in work like I wasn't gonna like start rolling crying to um yeah. somebody but he came out like after like being in the office with my dad for a while and was like I'm so sorry I was like no honestly it's fine but like I'd say he wanted the ground to swallow him up yeah, as well for saying it. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, but like there That's was a lot thing, of like... thing with people like that and I had to say it to people, but that was just the first one, so I kind of remember. Yeah, I mean, in some ways you kind of have to be thankful for the internet for spreading the word for you so yeah. you don't keep having to have the same, same conversation, conversation over yeah. and over. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that people are finding that in general, like with things like with any kind of good or bad things that happen to them and um, that they don't want to keep rehashing. Like it's just almost good to just put it out there. Thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like yeah. a press release. On yeah. The internet. <laughs> I, know. It's a, it's, I it's, felt like that's like mad, what it was. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> maybe that can be a side hustle for me, writing press releases <laughs> yeah. for people. <laughs> Definitely. Good or bad news. Call good me, or bad call news. Me, I'll start it. emailing you. Yeah. <laughs> Make I my announcements. It. Okay, so we're, we're nearly out of time, but I want to know a few kind of quick fire things, okay? okay? So what is your go-to hairstyling product? I always use the Revlon Unique One. Um, that's, you know, like one of the sprays that you spray in your hair when it's damp and it's got like loads of okay. different benefits. But basically, like my hair is so knotty that I wouldn't be able to wash it away. I wouldn't get a brush through it. So that and like really? the and the Tangle Teaser hairbrush because it's the only one that will actually brush through the knots as well. So those two so products. you have like thick, thick yeah, hair. Yeah, and like coarse Bitch. and knotty. Bitch. <laughs> I'm jealous. Um, and if, I know you don't wear a lot of makeup, but if you were to pick like an eyeshadow palette or an eyeshadow, what one would it be? Um, I love the Kaylee one. Is it the Hidden Treasures? That's the one that yeah, I kind gorgeous. of always bring away with me. Me too, actually. It's kind of like soft yeah. browns and golds. Yeah. It's just easy, easy to use. Yeah. And if you were to go all out with some lipstick, what lipstick would you choose? I love the cash one as well. Um, what's it called? True Nude, I think it is. Yeah, it's kind of a, a rosy kind. Yeah, it's a like really it. nice colour. I feel like whenever I wear that, people always ask, what is the lipstick? Oh, really? I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I have that with a Rimmel one, yeah. And I'm always like, it's cheap. Yeah. And <laughs> um, what's, what's kind of the best thing that you've been like sent to try that you've that's really been like, wow, this is amazing? Um. Oh, God. Let me think now. Putting you on the spot. Like, it could be a hair thing, could be a makeup thing. Like, for me, at the moment, it is the Kiss Falscara. Have you tried? You said you have extensions. Yeah, so you probably I have eyelash tried extensions it, but... on now, so I don't. Um, it's like... The, this Kiss Falscara is kind of like extensions as in they put them on underneath you put them on underneath your lash line so it feels kind of weird but like they look amazing they look like you've gone to the salon for an hour and paid a load of money to get them oh, done oh they're so actual are they false lashes they're like little false lashes so you put on they're mascara which is actually a bonding thing and then you put them on under your lash line as opposed to over so there's no band mm. and then you like seal them on and you like you could leave them on for a few days if you didn't touch them and you can reuse them oh my them, god like, I'd say if I tried to do them now they would not turn out <laughs> they sound <laughs> difficult now they're actually not like I thought they would be as well because I usually just throw lashes on my hands like I don't use tweezers or anything like that but it's actually really easy to use so if you if you get them taken off and you want to try something I would recommend that now just there you go is my little plug of the month yeah um, I'm trying to think probably just because I've been using it recently the Trini London products because I think they are really nice and they are the most recent thing that I've kind of been sent that I've used all the time yeah um, I love that when you, you get sent something that you, you, you've you never picked up yourself and then you're able to spread the word about how good it is. Yeah. My favourite part of yeah. my job. So what's your go-to tan? Because you always look glowy and gorge. Um, the Cocoa Brown Ultra Dark is definitely my go-to. I I need an Ultra Dark. I feel like otherwise it doesn't really <laughs> look like I have tan on. Um, so I would just kind of apply that once a week and just kind of moisturise it off for the rest of the week before I apply again. But definitely the ultra dark I'm an ultra dark girl do you use uh, the facial uh, spray as well yeah I like that. the miracle mist yeah that's actually without miracle mist I would definitely be a foundation person I forgot to actually say that right. like I need <laughs> to have that on underneath the kind of tinted moisturizers or whatever I'm using um 
because they're so easy aren't they the spray, yeah the and so quick like that's what you want isn't it out of kind of beauty products like well yeah. that's what I want because I don't like spending a long time at that type I'd spend ages at my hair but not really unlike beauty stuff I suppose it's kind of what yeah. you're interested in doing but um yeah, yeah. I want quick th- quick things for that type of stuff quick and it's so it's, yeah it's so quick to just spray it on buff it in and then you're ready for the next morning you kind of know you can get yeah. up and go to the gym and not be thinking oh Jesus not look I like, look like a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dominique, thank you so much for chatting to us. It's an absolute pleasure. And hopefully I'll see you in the real world soon. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. And before we go, uh, another thanks to our sponsors, Ellie Sable Parfum. Do you like my French accent? You're very um, good. This year marks, uh, thank you. This year marks a decade since the designer launched his first fragrance inspired by the scent of flowers in his family's Mediterranean garden. So he's teamed up with UNICEF to support integrated education and well-being for vulnerable girls in the Lebanon where he grew up. And they'll be donating a contribution of all sales from the campaign to the programme, which is pretty amazing. Fair play. Um, and yeah, we really, I like... I'm not a massive perfume person, but I have to say this one does not stimulate my allergens. Like, I don't know about you, Dominique, but some perfumes just knock me out mm. and this one does not. So thankfully, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ellie Sab. Um, so I'll be back in a fortnight with another fabulous guest and thanks for listening. Thanks, bye. Bye.